Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary. The NBA Finals are set. The Stanley Cup Final is set. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. Uh, you can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at PrimetimeKline, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. And you can email the show, CouchPotatoDiary at Yahoo.com. Coming up on the show today, reaction as the Miami Heat avoid being a punchline forever as they book their ticket to the NBA Finals, uh, and the Vegas Golden Knights convincingly make their way into the Stanley Cup Final. So a lot to get to on the show. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. Hi, I'm Kim Carson. And I'm Peter Klein, and this is We Had No Idea. A podcast about world events that you know about, but might have fallen asleep for during history class. Or social studies, however you learned history in high school. Each week, we'll do a deep dive into important topics throughout history. So whether you already know everything or feel like you need to top up on some history, we'll be here for you. Listen to us each week wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! All right, let's start in the NBA, where the Miami Heat are off to the NBA Finals after a convincing win over the Boston Celtics. And uh, there's a few narrative-y things that you could kind of get into. Uh, Boston ran out of gas. Their top players didn't step up when they need to. This one, to me, was much more about Miami winning than Boston losing. And we talked about this kind of at the uh, midway point of all of this, when it looked like we'd have sweep after sweep after sweep. Um... The Miami role players stepped up in a big-time way, much like Denver's did in their series against the Lakers. It was Miami's role players who really shined in this. Like, Jimmy Butler gets all, all of the stars and all of the flowers for everything that he was able to do, but they don't win this without Caleb Martin stepping up um, in this series. Gabe Vincent at, dif uh, at different times stepping up in this series. Um, I, I think that this is... A real testament to like heat culture and all of that, and I get that was a punchline for a while, but it's not now. Um, it was just next man up the whole time. Bam Adebayo stepping up in some moments. Kyle Lowry struggled at times, but he had some key plays that really iced this one away in in Game Seven. Um, and for Boston, no one else did that on their team. You know, like you had the, the Derek White game in Game Six, but in this Game Seven, when they needed someone to step up with, with Tatum out. Basically, yeah, like he still played 43 minutes, I think it was. Um, but with Tatum dealing with an ankle injury and clearly limited, no one else was really like, okay, I got this. Let's go. Like the shot selection was awful. It just kind of felt like they were like, oh, Tatum's out. Well, better luck next year. Like the, there there was just, and again, it, it's so narrative-y, but there was just no pushback. It was as soon as Miami put any resistance on them, they just kind of felt like, okay, well, well, we tried. We got it seven games, guys, didn't we? Like, that That was kind of a putrid effort for a seventh game. And I get they just battled back, so you can't really say, oh, they're quitters. Um, because, like, they, they didn't. Like, they quit in game three. That's unmistakable. But th this was a team that battled their way to get back into this and either didn't have enough battle left or just got the battle taken out of them by Miami when their leader Tatum went down with that injury. But that shouldn't, like, that, that that's the time for these guys to step up. And I think it puts Boston in a tricky situation now when you look at um, the contract situation they have with Jalen Brown um, having to or potentially getting the, the max contract, um, Tatum, like, you're going to have to pay these guys 
And with the new CBA set up as it is, where going into the luxury tax is much more cumbersome now than it was before, um, you are going to have a situation where the Boston Celtics, like, I think they have a decision to make. And I don't know, like, I'm not going to say you can't win with these guys because they were within two wins in an NBA championship. But when you look at how you're going to build a roster around, this would have been very startling to me if I was the Boston Celtics in seeing that no one else stepped up in a game with our season on the line and a trip to the NBA Finals on the line. Yeah, Tatum's banged up. Fine. Someone else needs to do something. And again, all the credit in the world to Miami for taking those guys away. But for Boston, that this was, I thought, a real eye-opener to see now what they can, what they do going into this offseason. Um, back on the Miami side of things, uh, another point that I, I wanted to, to get to. Defensively, this team was tremendous. Uh, they, they did such an excellent job of just absolutely shutting down anything Boston wanted to do. Their pressure was great. Um, Boston had... In the moments where they wanted to try ball movement, Miami just absolutely smothered them. Um, the, the rotations were clean, and then you have Bam protecting the rim down at the, the bottom. It, it was it was picture-perfect defense from Miami. And one of the things that was really telling to me, it's just these little things, but coming out of the third quarter and coming out of the fourth quarter. Um, so I guess coming out of halftime and then co going into the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter is the best way to put that. Um Miami gets two wide open looks for three and they knock down both of them. And that was just such a, like, the the one in the fourth quarter was off of a, a Boston possession and then Miami gets the ball. But they started the, the, the third quarter with that. And when you can get those types of open looks, uh, like whether it's out of timeout or basically when you've had the opportunity to really get set up, that is just such an, like, just such an amazing job of coaching by Eric Spolstra. And I'm certainly not the first one to give him flowers, but he did... He coached circles around Joe Missoula this whole time. And I thought, again, Missoula didn't really have a game plan for if plan A didn't work. They they adjusted at times in game one and game two. Or, or sorry, not in game one and game two. But between like game three and four and four and five. like the, Between games, they would make a, a few things. But if plan A wasn't there, there was no, okay, let's switch to this. Let's do this. You don't plan for if Tatum goes down for an injury. But th there was just, there was nothing there for... Um, for Boston, and it was, it was, if I'm a Celtics fan, I am really, really disappointed that you came all this way just for that. If you're going to do that, put that type of effort out in a game seven, you may as well have just lost in four, because that was, that was really, really rough. And now it sets up a really intriguing NBA Finals. I think the Nuggets are, well, I don't think, I, no, I do think, I think the, the, the Nuggets are a much better team. Um, but so were the Bucks, and quite frankly, so were the Celtics, and honestly, probably so were the Knicks, and the, the Heat have continued to to plow their way through. I think the Bam on uh, Jokic matchup is going to be endlessly fascinating. I'll be interested to see how Denver tries to defend Jimmy Butler, and of course, for Canadians, the Kyle Lowry v. Jamal Murray point guard matchup is going to be a lot of fun to, to track as well. So the NBA Finals get going on Thursday. Obviously Denver with a, a huge rest advantage and they have home court advantage where they have been absolutely dominant this season. Moving into the NHL, the Vegas Golden Knights get back to the top of the Western Conference mountain anyway as they win their uh, second Western Conference championship with a 6-0 victory over the Dallas Stars. And this is not the same as the last time. The last time they were the plucky underdogs who somehow managed to make their way 
um, defying all of the odds, this land of misfit toys making their way to the cup final. Now you have a, a management group that quite frankly kind of seem like assholes who will just trade anyone away at any time um, if it gets them to be 1% better, which is like kind of their job, but the way they've done it has been a little bit callous. And now they feel more like a juggernaut than a, a plucky underdog. And they go into a series against the Florida Panthers team that is going to be incredibly well-rested, coming off of uh, a sweep of the Carolina Hurricanes in the Eastern Conference Final. It, it's going to be basically a week since they've played hockey. I hate that they are starting the, the Stanley Cup Final on Saturday. Um, I think if you want to... Like, it just doesn't seem to make any sense to me. I get you want to start on a Saturday. Saturday is your big night. But there's only so much, oh, hey, look at this. Look at these teams. One of them hasn't won the Stanley Cup that you can do in the span of basically a week to, to get this thing going. Vegas is going to greatly appreciate the rest. Um, but holy hell, is this a way too long of a break? To me, if you wanted to, to give these guys, like, maybe a bit of a breather, start it on Wednesday then give them Thursday, Friday off and play on Saturday. Like, Wednesday has been a big night for the NHL as well. Put it on your two big nights and set it up that way. Um, I think that is probably the, the way that this should go instead of waiting all the way to Saturday. Like, that is... that I, I, I hate that decision from the National Hockey League. If you want to go Wednesday, Saturday, um, and then honestly Wednesday again to kind of set up like so you have travel days in there and you're able to to give a team a bit of a breather but still keep the momentum going i i think that is certainly the the, the way to go because th this doesn't make any sense to me from an actual hockey standpoint again vegas is a better hockey team than the florida panthers but i thought carolina was i thought that toronto was and i thought that boston was so none of it makes any sense um i think the the extended break does more to cool off the florida panthers than it does give them rest like they just had a four game sweep going up against a six uh, a team that played in six if they would have played on wednesday then yeah i think there's a rest advantage but that the, i think that rest turns into rust really quickly now for the florida panthers and i when you have a hot goalie who's on a roll, that is kind of the reason why you've got to this point. You just want to keep going. So I think they would have wanted to play on Wednesday, but thus the NHL has made this decision. In terms of official predictions for all of this, uh, I am going to say the Denver Nuggets win this in five and the Vegas Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup also in five games. So I am definitely uh, a, a Florida hater, apparently. So um, just quickly on a couple of other notes around the world of sports. Awesome to see Mike Soroka get back in uh, six innings against the Oakland A's in his first start since 2020. Uh, the Braves have been an absolute juggernaut. Hopefully he can stay healthy now and add to a pitching rotation that kind of needs the depth right now with some of the injury issues that they have had. But if he can come in and be anything close to what he has been, then this is an amazing sign for someone who really deserves it. And the Blue Jays starting a series with the Milwaukee Brewers tonight. It has been a very frustrating time to follow the Toronto Blue Jays right now. Um, and this is a big series for them. Kikuchi is going and Manoa is going. The, the Blue Jays need both of them to kind of get back on track and they need to start getting some hits here. Um, so there's your in-depth Blue Jays analysis. That's going to do it for the show. Thank you all so much for tuning in. You can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I am uh, at primetimecline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk and you can email the show couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. In terms of podcasts, the rest of the week, hoping to have one out tomorrow and then again on Friday. Uh, but we have... 
a lot going on with uh, Okotoks Dogs and things of that nature. But uh, you can find me on Okotoks Dogs broadcasts throughout the season. I am uh, My next one is coming up on Wednesday, so watch for me there. Also, uh, the general history podcast that my wife and I do, We Had No Idea, comes out on Wednesdays. We had uh, our return last week. We have another one coming out this week. So find that wherever you find this podcast, We Had No Idea. Find that, again, wherever you get this podcast. Thank you all so much for downloading. Thank you all so much for listening. And I will talk to you all later.